I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Happy Tuesday, if you're tuning into this episode the day that it drops. So a lot of you, I I shared on my Instagram, um, I think it was last week, early last week, that I did this thing called CEO Week. I totally made it up. (laughs) It's, It's like my own term. And I made up my own rules for it. But I asked on Instagram if people wanted to know more about how I structured it and why I did it and exactly how I planned it out. And there was an overwhelming response. Um, I did a poll and like so many of you were like, yes, I really want to know and even messaged me and wanted the details. So I decided I would do a podcast about it and kind of share that with you because I think it's something really valuable. Um, I know I have a lot of CEOs who listen to this podcast, but also... You know, if you're not a CEO and you're somebody who is head of marketing in a company or in a in a role where you have to do a lot of planning and deep thought work and you manage people and your calendar can easily get super overbooked, you might get something from this too and you can call it, you know, you can make up your own rules about it. So here's why I did this week in the first place. Here's like the background on it. So we recently live launched and live launching is a ton of work, like I've talked about it, you know, leading up and I'm going to do a podcast deep diving in our live launch numbers soon, but it is so much work that it felt like for the, for two months, it consumed 80% of my time. I'm also running our marketing department right now, which only until January, but it consumed so much of, of my time that it was all I worked on for a long time. You know, I had, you know, meetings and then a lot of my projects outside of that were for the launch and content and my webinar and video series. Like there was just so much work that went into it. And then we did the live launch. Obviously, there's a ton of work that goes into a live launch. And I, throughout the launch, it taught me so much. And We did amazing on our launch. My team executed the best I've ever had us execute our marketing strategy and it was incredible. But also I realized a lot, like it was just such a cool experience for me because I don't know, I can't even really fully explain it, but all of the things that happened pushed me to think differently because of the energy that I was in and, you know, the different ways that people were were responding to certain things or things that I was doing that I realized I enjoyed doing a lot. And it made me question some things of what I wanted to do more of in the future and less of in the future. And so throughout the launch, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a week off, quote, you know, off. I wasn't really off. And I am going to just cancel my calls and do 
deep work, thinking, planning, strategizing, like solving problems, creating plans so that then I can pass it to my team and they're able to do their jobs, especially because I'm running the marketing department, which you know has a lot of projects that go with it. And I become a bottleneck if I haven't, if I don't have answers to questions of like, this is how we're going to do it. These are, you know, these are the way I'm envisioning it. This is the strategy. And so I decided I'm going to take a week off. But with that, I knew sometimes when you're so in the thick of something, you think that you're thinking clearly and you have answers to things, but you're really not because you only have maybe 10 or 15 minutes at a time to actually think. And over the last, you know, this whole year, really, I have realize the power of thinking, of giving myself space as a CEO and as a leader to not have distractions, to not have my phone and social media, even a book or an audio book to just like let my brain think and give myself that space. So I try to give myself that space every single day. I do it on a walk. I do it in the mornings. I don't touch my phone. And I, and I decided, you know, I could use a whole week of this. So I made up this CEO week and I want to share with you guys. It's actually cool that I'm doing this podcast after because I'm going to share with you guys the way I thought the week would go and then how it actually went and what I did. And if it inspires you to create something like this for yourself, that's amazing. Um, Through this, I realized I'll be doing this once a quarter. I also think I'll take an extra day off at the beginning of every month to do all of that planning where I could become a bottleneck if I don't get it done first. So I went through like we have what we call a waterfall of all of our projects and I did most of my parts that were like plan out this and decide this, those decisions, right? Because we get decision-making fatigue and it's like, you need to give your team dates or topic titles or whatever it is and they're everything is waiting on you doing that, right? And so I did this at the beginning of the month, you know, for really the rest of the year, what we're doing and going into next year, but it's going to allow my team to, work so much better. So I plan on bringing it in in that way too. Okay, so here's how I planned my CEO week. I made, first I made a list of all of the decisions that I wanted to make throughout this and plans that I needed to do. And so some examples of that were I needed to plan, um, we're doing a live training series in December. I needed to plan the, the content around that. I um, actually am going to be rebuilding our course um, on WordPress so I can custom build it because I don't like some things in the software we use to give a better experience. I needed to literally sit with paper, draw that out, plan it. I am actually going to be making some changes to that course based on the launch in terms of the content, the way it's structured, who it's for. Um, I needed to sit down and literally think and plan that. So I, I made a list of all those types of things, the decisions that I needed to just like sit down and make these decisions and write it out and figure out like what the answer is. And some of those decisions were actually like dates that we're going to be doing trainings and timelines. Some of them were topics and the structure of something. Um, Some of them were actual like bigger business decisions in terms of like our marketing strategy. At this point, I have a clear strategy now and clear picture of the rest of the year's marketing and all of quarter one next year of what it's going to look like because of that. So while I said, you know, I'm going to take a week and I'm going to think and I'm going to do this, I also believe very strongly that even when you're doing like relaxing or, uh, you know, more 
free time, it's really critical that you still plan it. And I think there's kind of an objection to that sometimes in humans because we're like, well, we're taking time off or we're relaxing. And I love planning my day. So I even plan my day on the weekends. And if that means, you know, going to the park with the kids or going for a hike or whatever, I still plan it out. And so for this week, yes, I wanted to take time off. I wanted to not have meetings. I wanted to just give myself more space and freedom. But it wasn't just like wake up and decide what you want to do because I wanted to still be very effective with my time. So I made a list of all the decisions that I wanted to make by the end of the week and the things that I needed to think through, decide on and create a strategy and a plan for. And they were all like heavy thinking projects. They were, you know, none of it was tactical. It was all strategic, all visionary. And it was all things that really only I could do. And I think that's one critical piece. If you're going to do a week like this, do not get caught up in doing like tactical work. Because if you could delegate what you're doing that week, it's a waste. I could not delegate having someone, uh, set the expectation and rebuild our course. At this point, I don't have a role on my team who could set that expectation of how I want my signature course to look on WordPress. I have to do that. And so everything I did last week was 100% in a strategic visionary role. It was not tasks I could delegate. It wasn't things that I shouldn't be wasting my time on. It was all things only I could do. And it's very rare that I say that. There's not a lot of things that only I can do. But a lot of times as the CEO setting standards, setting expectations, doing foundational work is what you have to do and is what you spend time doing. It's at least what I spend my time doing right now um, in in my company. And so everything I, I listed, it was definitely not things that could be delegated. I purposely didn't really check my email. I checked it once a day and just responded to any critical things. I kept my phone completely away from me throughout most of the day. Like I literally put it in a drawer and didn't touch it because I needed to not be distracted when I was going through these sessions. Um, I, I didn't go on Slack. I didn't go on Boxer. I mean, I checked it like once a day, like I said, because I still do have direct reports and I wanted to be able to respond to them if they needed me. But they also knew, you know, unless it's emergency, like I was in this CEO week. So first to plan this week, I listed out everything that I wanted. Like by the end of the week, I thought what would be success for me going into this week? What are all the decisions I need to make? What are all the things I need to plan out? What do I need to get clear on? And I made a list. It was about eight things, eight, you know, big things that I wanted to get clear on. Then I made a list of the self-care things that I wanted to do. So I knew that I wanted to get a massage. I wanted to go to acupuncture. I wanted to meditate for 30 minutes a day. I wanted to go for a 45-minute walk. Um, I wanted to go to a bookstore because I love doing that. That was just like a fun thing. I love going in like old-fashioned bookstores. And there's one downtown like 30 minutes. And anytime I go with my kids, it's not fun because then I have to sit in the kids section and watch them. So that was on my list. We'll talk about if I did that or not. And and so I made a list of like the the self-care things, but but those are not, those are strategic too, because getting a massage or going to acupuncture is time for your brain to relax, to create space for your brain to think and make decisions. So I made a list of the thing, the decisions I wanted to make, the projects I needed to, not projects I needed to finish, but the, the thinking tasks or the content that I needed to create. I made a list of the self-care pieces that I needed to. Then I took those lists and I made a weekly plan. Now I knew going into that, like things might shift because one project, you know, of planning out, let's say the course piece, 
could take me longer than I'm planning for. But I still went into it with an expectation of, okay, Tuesday, here is what I'm doing. Wednesday, here's what I'm doing. And then at the end of the week, I left time for carryover in case I didn't get something done. So I was able to create this weekly plan and then I put it you know, into days of what each day was going to look like, which it gave me when it, you know, it came Tuesday and it came Wednesday, like I still had some structure. Now this might be, you know, a matter of opinion, but I truly believe that even with free time, we have to be intentional. And I think if I would have gone into this week, kind of just like hoping things came to me or, you know, I got ideas or I could brainstorm this. I don't think my time would have been as effective as having a plan, even though my, I had complete white space on my calendar I still had intentions and goals and guide guidelines you know guiding me throughout the week of what I wanted to do so I wasn't sitting there lost because I don't know about you guys but I'm pretty sure I have ADD and if I have like three hours of white space and it's not planned out what I'm gonna do and I'm not intentional with it I will just waste the time like I will just find myself either on social media or like responding to emails or working on something that I could delegate, like not strategic things. So I know for myself, I need to plan my weeks and my days so that it's intentional and so that I'm putting my time in the most effective place. It's something I'm very good at and I think it's why um, we make so much progress in my company in such a short amount of time. And when you decide to take a week that's strategic like this, you still like you don't throw all that out the window, all that planning. Have you gotten your hands on a copy of Ignite Your Impact? Ignite Your Impact is not only about conquering digital marketing and overcoming Facebook ad anxiety, it's about you. It's about changing your life and your business and positively impacting the lives of others with your offer. This book is the entrepreneur's guide to using Facebook ads to build an audience of true believers, make millions of dollars, and spread their message like wildfire. Go to hirschignite.com and learn how to radically connect with your audience, focus your marketing spend, generate amazing leads, retarget like a pro, and even more expert level secrets. Again, that's hirschignite.com. So I had my plan and each day I kind of had, you know, those items that I knew I needed to kind of get done and I needed to spend time on. And then I had the self-care pieces. So let's talk about that. I specifically created self-care pieces that I knew were going to allow me to have space to think like that was very intentional and to create more space than normal to think. I also wanted to do some self-care pieces that would give me space from my kids, from my house. And that's like going to the bookstore, going to the coffee shop, doing things that I love, to be honest, because it was also a week off for me and I wanted to do that. But I know when I do those things, like I usually get great ideas when I'm driving or when I'm, you know, doing something where you're not expecting an idea to come to you. So that's how I set up the week. Um, and each day I would plan my day like I always do. And I would look at that, those plans. And here's how the week actually went. <laughs> so it was amazing. And I got through everything on my list, all of my planning, and then some, because here's what happened. I was like midweek going through it and then more things would come out of it where I'd be like, oh, I want to create this. So I ended up on the last day spending most of the day actually creating some very strategic resources for our ads team. So I created this document that was um, in detail with every single funnel, like webinar funnel, application funnel, all the emails and the timing of those emails. And um, 
it's something that just came to me that we needed for our clients. And, and I created about four resources in a matter of like three hours on Friday. It was crazy and it felt amazing when I was done. Um, and those weren't on my original list. Those came up throughout the week as I was thinking about things. And so I left space for that on purpose. Um, but then I still, you know, by Friday, I knew what I was going to work on. So I got through everything and then some. And I also felt just so refreshed and clear and calm I think it's like it was such a calming thing you know for my nervous system because one thing I've learned when I whenever I take time away like this I realize how much we think is so urgent and like we have to be plugged into slack and boxer and our phone and know everything and check on everything and like grip our business tightly and any time, like whether it's a weekend or a week off or a week where I just cancel meetings, I learn every time how I don't need to be gripping things like that. And I don't need to be that close. And a lot of things that I would stress about are not as urgent. But when we get in this loop, and this is like what our brain does of checking email, checking Slack, checking box are constantly plugged in then we are like in a loop where we're looking for that. Like as soon as we pick up our phone, we're looking for it. We see a message, it distracts us. And you have to pull yourself out of that in order to be able to think clearer. And so by the end of the week, I was blown away with how clear I was thinking, how clear I just like felt so confident, so excited about everything that I had done, everything that I had planned. And here's the the kicker. We had like an amazing week of applications and calls coming in to our agency and Ignite Sales. We had sales like more than the last three weeks. We had last week, great sales, not including our launch, but I'm talking about like just general applications coming in. There was pretty much no fires I needed to be a part of. The ads team ran, we're at a 98% retention rate for the month. And I messaged my friend on Friday and I'm like, this is a sign. This is a sign right here for all CEOs and myself, like so much myself. It's the weirdest thing, but I swear to God, when you separate yourself from your business and you take a step back, obviously leaving things in the hands of capable team members, which I have amazing, brilliant, smart team members, but I leave it in the hands of them and I leave them so that they are able to do their job, but I give them that trust and I give them that freedom to, you know, make all the decisions, to make the calls, to, to work out the problems. It always goes better than if I was to be involved. It's the weirdest thing, but I swear there's energy. When you pull back the pressure, the pressure of whether that's pressure you're communicating or not. Like I, I'm like a little bit woo. I'm not like crazy woo, but I swear there's like something energetically there where you are, if you're let's, okay, let's just give this as an example. There are weeks when we don't hit our applications and our sales goals. And I create stress about that. So I'm like, oh, like, bummed like I'm not feeling in momentum like we're not getting the applications I want we're not getting the sales we want right because it's every week it changes a little bit what what the results come in and I will feel that anxiety well even if I don't say anything my team can feel that and so when you pull back and you um there's this book called letting go like when you let go and you release that like you have goals you still have goals you still take steps towards those goals but you release that grip on like the expectations and this has to be like this or everything's gonna end and the world's so you know awful and you release that you guys know what I'm talking about 
I swear everything works better. So on Friday when I was like, oh my gosh, we just got another sale, like you know, fourth one this week or whatever. And, and yeah, it was like the fourth sale that week alone. And we had more applications, more calls than we've had in the last couple of weeks. Like we had a great week and I'm like, and I was removed from the business. That's a sign right there of how important this is. And I feel like doing something like this CEO week is a reset button. It resets me because going into this week, my nervous system is calmer. I'm clearer. I still, I'm not going to jump back in and have this grip on the business that I maybe had before without even realizing it. So that's how the week went. At the end, that was my message that, you know, I need to continue doing this because clearly, and I'm reminded of this every time I do it, like it's crazy. You go on vacation, you leave things in the hands of your capable, amazing team members and your business grows. It's the weirdest thing, but it's like it's happened to me so many times. And this was a reminder. So here's where things like didn't go how I thought they were going to. So I didn't end up and I don't know if this is good or bad because this is like totally my personality. I didn't end up going like anywhere. Like I went to my self-care appointments, massage, acupuncture and stuff, but I didn't go to the bookstore. I didn't go to the coffee shop once, which is like crazy for me because I love going to the coffee shop. But I was so deeply in (laughs) my planning that I didn't really leave my house that much. I did go for a 45 minute walk every day. I did do 30 minutes of meditation, which is like three times what I normally do. So those things are really good. And I worked out, I I work, I don't, I normally work like 25 ish hours a week because I can't fit everything in otherwise. So I still did those things, but I was so deeply engrossed in like my whiteboard and planning and and in my little office where I had everything that I didn't leave. I didn't go to the bookstore. I'm kind of bummed that I didn't go to the bookstore. Like I actually wanted to do that, but I was way more committed to getting these tasks done. So, and that's just my personality. Like I wasn't going to finish the week without finishing everything on my list. And then of course, and then some, because I always give it 110%, but I didn't end up doing those pieces. I think if I did it again, I would like to do that and actually like make that a non-negotiable because I think I could have done a little bit more fun things, but I was so committed to getting, you know, finishing off the week with getting a hundred percent, you know, actually over of my expectations of completing everything. But like I said, going into this week, I just, the energy between myself and the business and the direct reports I have and our projects, there's so much clarity. And I know my team really appreciated it too. They appreciate it for two reasons. One, because I move the business forward and I'm not a bottleneck. And two, because I give them that trust. I give them that authority. And I say, you know what? Like you can make any decision. I full, you don't even need to contact me, you know, unless it's like a total emergency, but I fully trust you to make decisions for the best. And you're going to make the decision I would make. I know that. And so giving your team that authority and trust, again, obviously you have to set them up with the right systems. You can't just hire someone and be like, well, Emily said to run my business, you know, from, from the passenger seat, like, or whatever, and, and just pass it off to them. You have to give them the resources and the systems, which is what I work to do day over day over day but then you you build that and you can do this and and you should do this so how I'm moving forward um I already take two days off a week Wednesday and Friday which are pretty much days for this stuff catch up content catch up approvals from my team make decisions but it honestly doesn't feel like enough because I I still don't have enough time sometimes and I become a bottleneck in terms of creating content or um 
you know, creating, making the decisions. Like decision making is is the big piece. So I will be doing this full week once a quarter. I'm actually going to, I think between Christmas and New Year's, I'm going to do this again because that's a slow week. And it's just so powerful to not have any calls and to give yourself that space. Um, and then once a month, at the first week of the month, I'm going to take two extra days where I work on all the projects for the rest of the month because we plan our month the last week of the month for the next month and we have all these projects and then there's specific things in there that I have to do before anybody else can do their job and if I wait two or three weeks to do those then I set everybody behind and we most likely won't finish the goal for the month and so that was my biggest takeaway is now how successful we are set up for so much success in November because I did everything that I needed to do for the month and even going into the following month. So I also talked to the head of my ads team who she owns a lot of projects on her waterfall too. And same thing, because she has five direct reports, if she doesn't get like certain things done and tasked out and get the other people working on their part, the project doesn't get done. And so we have to do that at the beginning of the month. And so I talked to her like about canceling one day of her meetings at the beginning of the month, just skipping them that week and working on these projects to move the team forward. And I think that's something we're going to implement for her too. So my overall takeaway is that it was an incredible week giving myself that time to think. I mean, there was times where I spent two hours and I did only one thing. Like I, I brainstormed, I was drawing, I was writing, I was planning something out, but I was intentional with all that time. And so that's what I want you to take away is I think for if, if you want your end result to be to have a very effective week with planning and strategizing and, um, you know, commitments that you complete, you have to be intentional with it. If you just want to take a week off, do that, you know, take a week off. It wasn't really for me like a week off of vacation or a staycation or whatever. It was thinking time. It was visionary work that I wanted to do. And so being intentional with it is really important because I think that we, like I said, if you are like me and you have ADD and you have two hours of free time, you're not gonna spend that strategically unless you pre-plan for it. So for me, it was, my takeaway was it was amazing. My other takeaway was that reminder of how much when you have built a solid business with solid team members and systems and processes and structure and you take you step away and you step into that visionary role and you do that, your business grows every time it has happened to me that that happens. And so this was a reminder of how much I need to bring that in my day to day, how much I need to make sure at 4 p.m. when I stop working, I don't have my phone. I'm separated. You know, there are, I was just talking to a friend about this exact thing and she's like, she has a, a really huge eight plus figure business. And she said, you know, I just got like, we went for a walk the other day and she's like, I just got this email and there was like a crisis. It was not a good thing. Like the email that she got. And she's like, I just told my team I'll handle it tomorrow because we've learned like there's always going to be something. And more money, more problems. The bigger your business gets, the harder the decisions you have to make, the bigger the decisions you have to make. And if you pull yourself in every single time to every urgent matter, you're gonna be so stressed and you are going to get burned out. And so what you have to do and what I'm building into my daily life, weekly life is not just the CEO week once a quarter, but is the protection from that on a day-to-day -day basis. I don't have email on my phone. I take Slack off my phone. I don't look at work messages later because I know if I look at it, I'm going to be pulled into the whatever it is, question or issue or fire that needs to be put out. 
And there's always going to be that. And the bigger business you have, the more you're going to have of that. And so you have to build protection around yourself as the CEO to keep your energy in a good place so you can lead your team. That's leadership. And I have to support my leaders on my team to also do that, to go for walks, to step away from things. Because so many times you think something is like a huge emergency and it's not. And our brains are addicted to that. We are addicted to the urgent life of like, handle this and go here and like this and this. And if you take a step back, you realize like, wow, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? What's the worst thing that's going to happen if I don't reply to that right now? Pretty much nothing, (laughs) you know? And so really building that into your everyday life is also so critical. All right, you guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. I know my followers and friends wanted to hear about my week. Um, if you end up doing something like this, tell me. Send me a message on Instagram or an email to our to our team email because I'm just curious. You guys probably might have some ideas I didn't even think about. Um, but I hope this is helpful and in- inspiring and encouraging for you guys to really push yourself to be a better leader by taking care of your mind and your body and your health and and giving yourself that time to be that that visionary thinker and lead your team in that way. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and I'll see you all on Thursday. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.